Oh, golly doggly. This is the pen explaining. <laughs> that was my intro. Just kidding. Hello and welcome. Do it again. Welcome. Do it again. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, Gully Dokely, here we are. This is Dependus Blaining. Jen told me to say that, by the way. Yeah, I did. I liked it. Yeah. Run with it. Go it. Go with it. Thank you, Jen. Thank you for encouraging mm-hmm. my stupidity constantly. But yes, this is Dependus so Blaining, the it's podcast. Humorous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's only humorous to us. <laughs> it's humorous to everyone else who needs it too. It's fine. <laughs> only in our small it's circles. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> Our circle is widening of listeners and supporters. It's yeah. widening. It is. W- wide. Widening? Wide. Worldwide. I it's you widening. Said, uh, not, w- not widening. We, no, widening. We, we welcome everybody. <laughs> <laughs> wide. No, I didn't mean that. Yeah. I mean, it's, wi- it's widened. It's opened. Oh. Not opened. It's been spreading. We're spreading oh. like a virus. We are the new COVID. <laughs> you have it. You have it. You know you had it. There is no cure. Just there is no cure. Learn to live Just with more it. Just more dependisplaining. Yes. Um, si- um, symptoms may include uh, nervous sweating, confusion, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, increased appetite, boredom. Yeah. <laughs> Random laughing. <laughs> Random Sarcasm. laughing. Sarcasm um, is a very big one. If you have sarcasm, yeah. you may have dependitis. Oh, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. I did. You did it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Again, there's no cure for it. There's no vaccine. But I heard TRICARE is trying to squeeze as much money out of it as they can. <laughs> here's some Motrin. It doesn't help. But here's some Motrin anyways. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Nothing will help except for more dependent splaining. Uh, That's all. But we can always try essential oils. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you can always try essential oils because they yeah. do things. Yeah. Just try. Just try them. They smell good. If they don't work, at least you smell good. Sort mm-hmm. of. Speaking of essential oils, <laughs> that's what I have to spray in my car to keep the spiders out. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. And so yesterday I was cleaning Ew. cleaning out the car with my daughter and she was like spraying it. She's like, for the spiders. I was like, well, it's not spider season, but good good thinking. We we should get a head start on it. And so now mm-hmm. my car smells like lavender and something else. I can't remember what else goes in there, but lavender is like one of the main ingredients. Yeah. You're being prepared. Yeah. That's good. Because I don't want another spider crawling across my dashboard as I'm driving. <laughs> that shit was no. scary. Yeah. That's terrifying. Are are they the huge ones? Are they like semi-normal size or? No, 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 Jen. No, no, no. They're, they're the size massive? of my palm. Yeah, they're massive. Stop. Like the ones in oh, England, God, no. remember? No. Yeah. I have like, I have serious like flashbacks to those spiders. Like, because it would be me and Dave sitting on the couch in the dark watching TV. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you just see this giant shadow scurry across the carpet. And yes. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. We You're need like, to kill it. Tara! Tara, come get the spider. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, right. Tara wouldn't. She just can't even like smell a treat that's sitting next to her. She's. I love her, but my goodness. <laughs> yeah, no, they're they're huge. So luckily, where we're at, because we're on the sixth floor, we don't get them up here. Oh, that's good. Or cockroaches, because we are in a very humid weather. So, yeah, we don't get those. Yeah. Thank goodness. But they are on on the ground level, obviously, and our car's down there. And our car is the only car in the car space. So, like, it's sectioned off by beams in the building. And so, Mm -hmm. like, most of the sections have four cars on one side and then on the other side is another four cars so really like a total of eight cars in that same section ours is the only one because we're in the bike storage area which is nice because we don't have to worry about other cars possibly dinging our our car with their door so it's just our car and like storage like bikes and kayaks and paddle boards it works out really well yeah but because there isn't very much traffic over there other than us there's spiders (laughs) Mm. yeah Yeah, true and cockroaches and a cat that likes to fucking walk all over my car Mm -hmm. yeah and leave its little teeny tiny paw prints all over no that's so cute no that's adorable no kitty paw prints are so cute on your windshield it's adorable no so cute it scares the shit out of me because it it sits (laughs) on a beam directly above my car so every every now and then i'll be coming out into like getting into my car and then i'll hear the boom it lands on top of my car and then it walks off and i have about a mini heart attack (laughs) every time that happens and it just scares me damn cats and then my neighbor's cat escapes into the balcony all the time (laughs) both neighbors they both have cats and they just crawl over here and i was like what are you doing you don't live here and they're like meow meow at our door (laughs) i was like we're not your humans. <laughs> Sorry. We don't have food for you. Go. Yeah, Go we back. don't have food for you. I had a, a stray dog follow me on base the other day. I was. Aww. I stopped to get Subway at the shopette, and as I was getting back in my car, it, like, walked up to me at my door, and I, we, like, looked at each other, and I was like, I know you're, the, you're, the, you're like, the base stray because we've seen you, but I don't have any food for you. I'm really sorry, and I'm on my lunch break. <laughs> I was like, I have 10 minutes to get back. And it just kind of stared at me. And I was like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I felt so bad. I was like, should I give it half my sandwich? <laughs> no. I was hungry. Yeah. Yeah. You eat your sandwich. And they're, then, they're fine. Yeah. He's still around. So you know he gets food somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, Jen. That's. I had a lot to say. And I have more to say. <laughs> you just have to cut this all out. Sorry. <laughs> this is what happens when we hit record on on our stuff and we start talking. Yeah. Just doesn't stop. Just it comes just, out like word vomit. For reals. Um my husband is deployed right now. Or T D Y, sorry, because it's like short. But anyways, he's gone and not even twelve hours not even twenty four hours, sorry. After he left that the the curse has already hit me. <laughs> yeah. It's it's not terrible, but it's still annoying. Our TV broke. Our mm. TV in our bedroom, which is like, it's ancient for technology, I guess. It's like, mm, it's like 13 years old, maybe. So it's ancient mm-hmm. in technology terms. And I watched TV in the morning, like with my coffee and it was fine. 
And then I came in later to do something else and I turned it on and the volume was at zero. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And I went to turn it up with the remote and it would not go up. And I was like, what? what? What's happening? So then I did the side buttons on the actual TV and I it went up to like 15 and then I was like, okay, cool. And then it automatically went down to zero on its own. And I was like, what? Why is it doing that? And like I turned it off and then I turned it back on and I tried it again. So I keep like putting the volume all the way up and then it just goes down on its own all the way to zero. And like I can get it to stay Hmm. for a few minutes and then it'll go back down to zero. And like I unplugged it. I smacked it a little bit (laughs) (laughs) and it's not working. I don't know what to do. And I was like, all I wanted to do was watch Euphoria while I folded laundry and (laughs) like it's not working. I don't, I don't know what the solution is. And then I saw on YouTube, it's like, oh, the buttons are probably sticking. Put a blow dryer on it for a few minutes. So I did that. I left it running for like 10 minutes. It didn't do anything. It didn't do anything. Mm. Can anybody help me? Help me! Yeah. You should Google your TV, like your what the whole thing is, the brand and the type of TV it is, and then see if there's troubleshooting on it i did but because it's so old it only gives you like oh your new model your 2021 model or whatever has a like a feature that adjusts the volume automatically Mm. which we do have a newer samsung is what our tv is we have a newer one in our living room and that one will adjust the volume so every now and then and like i don't know my son can fix it i don't know how he does it but he does it and so every time I'm like, hey, <laughs> you fix the volume. Um, and then we hook it up to the surround sound and it's fine. But this one, I had never had any issues with it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Why are you failing me? That's so weird. I'm looking right at it right it's, now. Why? It's it's inevitable. It's because the TDY curse has started. As soon as they leave, something always has to, I not, hope, it has to malfunction. I hope this is the only thing that I encounter while he's gone. Because it's, it's not yes. a big deal. It's just, you know, it's it's affecting Annoying. my comfort because, like I said, yeah. I wanted to watch Euphoria yesterday while folding laundry, which is a new show I started to watch. And I think there's only like three episodes out. I heard it's really good. Um, what What is it on? Is it on Hulu or? It's on HBO. Oh, never mind. I can't watch that. Or as my son likes to call it, Habo Max. <laughs> Habo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, HBO Max. Yeah. Okay. You I should... need to get HBO, but yeah. we don't have that yet. If you have your VPN, and then, like, if you buy the year subscription, it saves you some money. Yeah. But Kyle got it because he wanted to watch The Matrix. It's the only reason he got it. Yeah. Because so. they were doing that, and you can watch the movies that come out into theaters, too. Yeah. That was really nice. Yeah. Our neighbors have it, so we watched that new Conjuring movie when it came out into theaters. Oh. Yeah. That was terrifying. I was haven't terrifying. seen it. Speaking of, sorry, this is really sidebar. I Go listened to um, a podcast. I told you guys I haven't listened to one in, like, forever, but I listened to um, You're Wrong About, and they had an episode oh, based on Ed and Lorraine, and, oh, my gosh, it was so good. 
It made me very sad because I was like, because the Conjuring movies, they're so creepy and they're like based on real events. Like, and I know it's like super dramatized. Like yeah. there's, it's more than it seems. But like back in the day, these people thought that they, like these people were actually possessed right. by ghosts right, and all this right, stuff. Right. But as they're like, they had a guest on that was talking about it. I did a whole bunch of research and stuff on them and it turns out, like, most of these cases that, like, Ed and Lorraine went to were just, like, kids acting out. And, like, people had this hysteria of demons and possession back then. Yes. So that's what they assumed it was. Mm-hmm. But it was really just kids being assholes, <laughs> to put it. Totally. Or people summarize on drugs. it. Or people on drugs. like And that, too. Yeah. Like so it's just. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, oh, I was like, man. I really thought all this stuff, but I still believe that Annabelle's real. Like that's that shit creeps me out. <sighs> She's a Raggedy Ann doll. It's not the actual doll in the movies. It's not the same type of doll. It just it, that shit creeps me out, though. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Off topic, but I don't know why the Raggedy Ann doll reminded me of the story. Do you remember a few years ago there was a woman who was kidnapped in Northern California? I can't remember her name, but she was all over the news, all over the tabloids, really pretty blonde, small thing, and she was kidnapped. I cannot remember her name. Anyways, she went out for a run, and she disappeared, like, uh, like Thanksgiving Day, and then, like, the husband w- went looking for her, and he pinged her cell phone, and he found it laying on in like a ditch in the grass and there was like hair attached to the headphones thinking like there was a struggle and like her hair got tore out like piece like strands of her hair anyways yeah and then like a few weeks or days i don't don't know how long it was in between uh she came back and they found her like they had surveillance video of her like running across like a church parking lot and then she claimed that she was abducted by two hispanic women and she like described them and said she said that they took her like um so she was abducted i think from Reading, and they took her to woodland which is like near my hometown so it was like a few Mm -hmm. hundred miles away and they supposedly chopped off a lot of her hair and they branded her it was like all over the news, but they were so secretive about it and they didn't put anything else. And I was like, this story seems shady. Well, it is. It's a, it's made up and she's like going to jail for it. Yeah, it was totally untrue. I don't know the whole details, but like even the husband believed her. He was like on her side. Well, it turns out it was all a lie. Like she planned it, I think, with like a boy, like an ex-boyfriend or something. And so I'm what? like, oh, I'm invested. I don't know why your Annabelle story reminded me of that, but it did. I don't know either, but it's it re- that reminds me of the Gone Girl book. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Her the name was, her name was Sherry Papini. Now I remember. Sherry go. Papini. But yes, it's a lot yeah. like Gone Girl. Yeah, except the husband didn't get blamed. No, no, yeah. but like still, like the whole. Yeah, that's crazy. What? Why would you do that? I don't know. Just why? What, like what do you get out of that? I think, and then you came back. Like, what's the point? Yeah, she came. She came back. But I think she had had some issues in her past, like drug issues. But she mm-hmm. was like very cookie cutter in her new life, I guess. Like, and they called her Super Mom, and 
she was always like making everything like she I don't she was like the ultimate housewife basically mm. which we all know does not exist come on it's a myth it's not a thing it's a myth that's not a thing yeah you can be a superwoman that's for sure there are some moms out there that are just killing it and they get a lot of stuff and they do things too but you know they're not perfect they they have they have flaws yeah there's still flaws yeah Nobody's perfect. I have a friend here. She's Nobody. got four kids. She's got ranging from 16 to one-year-old. And she looks amazing every time I see her. Every time. I went on a walk with her the other day at five in the morning. And she came out in, like, sweats. And her hair was, like, all cute and curly. And she just looked, like, fr- like refreshed. And I looked like I got dragged out of the rain gutter. And I was like, let's go for our walk. And she was like all sprightly. And I was like, how do you... She does cocaine. She has to. <laughs> I was like, okay. Right? Yeah, I was like, she how has you, to. How do you do it? How do you manage? I There's no it. other way. Yeah. <laughs> There's no other way. I don't know. I don't understand it. I was like, I have I have no. half the children you do. And I'm, I can't handle my life. <laughs> no, I'm a mess. I am a hot garbage dumpster fire mess yeah uh, but I, I embrace it and i don't care it's fine it's <laughs> I, okay at this point like what can we do about it mm-hmm. we just embrace it enjoy the enjoy the fire yeah enjoy the keep fire. it going it's fine light the fire some more yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right are you ready for my topic yes yeah i hope you all are ready for my topic because here we go okay Super quick breakdown. So I'm talking about space age travel. Ooh. We've talked about it before because we have done many different topics on talking about space age and how to travel and all these things mm-hmm. and, you know, blah blah So I just kind of broke it down as easy as possible so that everyone can kind of understand what's going on. So... Space age travel. Service members and their families can use space available flights um, to travel around the country and world at little or no cost. Though sometimes <clears throat> unpredictable or all the time unpredictable. Oh, all the time, yeah. Uh, <laughs> these military flights are perfect for families with flexible plans and limited travel budgets. With the right planning and documentation, space day travel can be the best way to take a trip with your family. Also, as long as you're okay with change, being extremely flexible, I mean, like, as flexible as you possibly can be. Yeah, like hours or days, sometimes weeks. Mm-hmm. Weeks, maybe even a month. You never know. You never yeah. Know. So I got all this information from amc.af.mil, militaryonesource.mil, LAJSFSS.com, and that's it, because, again, AMC. So, the space-age flights, they're not commercial, but they are military flights with a mission, and that means there are certain restrictions to travel, including only service members, retirees, and their families are eligible, um, and only with... only. Certain qualifications, reservists, National Guardsmen, and fam- those family members without an accompanying active duty sponsor are permitted. Flights are typically free of charge, but still contact your AMC passenger terminal 
Because there's still maybe some sort of fees. Food. Sometimes there's like a baggage fee. Um, yeah. You the, know. There may be, I guess, depending on your location. But the times that I traveled, yeah. it, I mean, mind you, this was like many years ago. There was no fee mm-hmm. for anything other than food. And I think the food was like less than $5 for your meal. Yeah. Yeah. So it, that's pretty much it. You're f- most, I mean, as long as nothing has changed, and that's what I've seen, your flight is free. It's okay. just, yeah, the food, yes. I think, par- portion of it. Um, and then also most of the terminals have a Facebook page and they post flight information, but a lot of that is changing recently. Some are, like, getting away from Facebook and using uh, websites or something. I don't really know, but... Yeah, just, like, more um, updated. That's something that is... Because the Facebook, it's somebody that has to manually enter it in that works at the AMC terminal yeah. versus whoever's doing it to update, yes. like, the actual terminal base or terminal is more reliable. Yeah. So when you want to consider space a flight, um, you will be put into a category based on your eligibility. These categories are category one is for emergency leave only. Category two is accompanied environmental and morale leave accompanied accompanied EML, just so you know, because mm-hmm. category three is ordinary leave relatives, house hunting, permissive, temporary duty, uh, Medal of Honor holders and foreign military. Then category four is unaccompanied EML, which is the environmental morale leave. Mm-hmm. I had to look it up because I was like, I've heard of, I've heard of it, and but I don't really understand what it is. So, EML is leave authorized at an overseas installation where adverse environmental conditions require special arrangements for leave in desirable places at periodic intervals. Mm-hmm. That was like super confusing, and I'm like, what? What? This just means that you can leave, like, um, under certain circumstances based on what's happening at your overseas location, they will permit you, uh, the commanders can designate an authorized EML leave for dependents, unaccompanied EML leave for dependents. Mm-hmm. And location, like, it's like your location, too. So if you're, like, in a remote area, for example. Yes. In the Pacific. Yeah. Where you have these tiny islands where... We get stationed. You're kind of like locked in. Yes. Yeah. So then that's one. Um, yes. Yep. It it um it also includes dependents of military members that are deployed for more than thirty consecutive days. Um, unaccompanied family members that are eighteen years or older traveling on EML orders. Um, and those family members under eighteen must be accompanied by an adult family member who is traveling EML. So you're. Adult children may travel by themselves. Also, DODDS teachers or family members, accompanied or unaccompanied, can take EML status during the summer break. That's all category four. Then there's category five, which is permissive temporary duty, non-house hunting, students, dependents, post-deployment, mobilization, yeah. And then you have category six, which is retired, dependents, reserve, reserve officers training corps, nuclear propulsion officer candidates, civil engineer corps, veterans with a permanent service connected disability rated as total 
surviving spouses of service members who died in active duty, inactive, inactive duty training or annual training status, and retired military members. Whew, that's a lot, I know. So I've, most of us, during normal times and everything too, when space day travel was like a very regular normal thing, dependents, um, unaccompanied, we would be considered a category six where we'd be at the bottom, like bottom, unless there was like some other special, right? Some other special way for you to get into a higher category type of thing. So, where can you travel if you want to take space A? Eligible dependents may travel to, from, and between overseas locations and within the continental United States or CONUS. Dependents of active duty members may travel within the continental United States with their sponsor. Dependents may accompany the sponsor on permissive house hunting trips related to a permanent change of station. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. That's kind of nice. Yeah. I didn't I, know that. And I think, I think there's something special, too, with it, even if you... um fly commercial i want to say like like the i want to say maybe like non-chargeable leave i don't know i could be wrong that that would have to be something for a different day but when you're going to a new duty location and you're looking for a place to live like that there's something not just space air related but yeah 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 so i thought that was kind of cool if you needed if you're house hunting related to your new pcs station you can take space a through the continental United States. Mm-hmm. And then command-sponsored dependents stationed overseas are allowed unaccompanied travel to, from, and within the U- overseas theater with a written commander approval valid for one round trip from the sponsor's duty location. Um, and your dependents under 18 years old must accompany be accompanied by an eligible parent guardian. Obviously, don't send your children by themselves. They won't be able to go. (laughs) So that's like a really short summary, combined breakdown, smashed together of idea of how to use um, space day travel. Because I've never space day traveled, I was kind of excited to be able to like look into doing that. Yeah. From our next duty station, but then COVID hit, so that was not a thing. So I never really kept up with how Space A was doing, if it was coming back, whatnot. Mm -hmm. So I looked it up, and turns out last year, March 15th, 2021, they signed an updated memorandum establishing the Space A travel program, but with limitations. So with those limitations, categories one, four, and six remain eligible for space A traveler, uh, for space A travels. Travelers under all other space A categories are ineligible for travel consideration unless they possess an exception to policy letter. Mm. So, I mean... That's really good news because we're all, if you are dependent, you are category six. So you are, they have opened up space A Mm -hmm. for us to use again, which I didn't realize. I know people had talked about using it and um, all that. And I was just still living back in the dark days of 
no space day travel. Mm-hmm. So that is exciting to know. Um, yeah, if you're overseas, take advantage of your space day travel. Try it. If you're super flexible, if you're able to like yeah. travel on your own or you're flexible with the, you know, if you have kids even, you're able to like, you know, not have a designated day to be back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, try it out because it's something, I mean, it's something fun. It's something that can get you back to the States to see your family. It's something that could, you could use to go, you know, see somewhere the world. else. Yeah. yeah, like it's definitely something that is great for us and a really cool benefit that we get to have that's super cheap for us to use travel like because we all know how expensive travel is Mm -hmm. it's insane so yes to have a little extra i mean i know like that's again the flights are unpredictable and you might be waiting days weeks months (laughs) (laughs) hopefully not months (laughs) that's a long time but you just never know um, but always be prepared in case you have to get book a commercial flight too, because that just might be your ultimate option mm-hmm. on the way back. Yes. So I have traveled yeah. Space Hate a handful of times when we were stationed in Guam. And Guam is mm-hmm. one of those places that falls under the um, uh, EML where you get that special leave. And I believe it bumps you, I think, is it what category three uh, accompanied? If you're an accompanied EML, you're category two. Category two, that's right. And then if you're not, then you're bumped down to three. To three, yeah. To four, no, to four. Oh, I thought even with the EML Unaccompanied EML EML is a category four. Oh, okay. I don't remember. It was so long ago. But yeah, so I've done it under both categories. And the first one, it was Kyle and me, of course, and we were trying to get out, and it took like a week for us to get out. So I was eating up his leave. Um, there was no flights, literally no flights. So we're trying to get to Travis. Um, finally, we get out, and we get to Hawaii. That's where, like, we wanted to just get out. So we got to Hawaii, and we're like, from there, we can get a flight as close to Travis as we can. And we get to Hawaii, and the flight to Travis didn't leave till like the next day. And they said, "Well, there's one to Beale in like a couple hours." And I was like, "Perfect. That's only an hour and a half from where we need to be." And we got out that same day within a few hours, so it was really nice. And then coming back, he took commercial because he didn't want to risk it um, mm-hmm. to be late to work. And so I stayed behind, and I uh, made it uh, to a flight to Hawaii. And then from there, I got stuck for like four days i think i couldn't even rent a car because i i wasn't 24 yet and like they wouldn't let me rent a car i don't know if the laws have changed for that but i couldn't leave the terminal i walked i took a cab to like a hotel one night just to get sleep and then i walked the whole way back to the terminal the next day and um i couldn't get a flight out i couldn't get a flight out and i ended up having to fly commercial back to Guam, which wasn't so bad because it was like $300 or something like that at the time. It wasn't terrible for a one-way ticket. Mm-hmm. And then the second time I did it, I was by myself. Kyle was deployed. And uh, there was a flight that was going directly to Travis. And I got on it. It was so nice. And it was like a, a C-5 aircraft. So like the, the airplane seats are facing in the opposite direction. So when you take off, you're like, oh, this feels weird. It was really nice. I had a whole row to myself. It was awesome. 
an hour and a half into the flight, they're like, we're going to turn around. We have some engine trouble. I was like, shit. So we came back to Guam three out, you know, three hours later we land and then we had to deplane and they canceled our flight. And so the next day there was another flight and I was able to get on. And because we were in that group of people that were supposed to go all the way to Travis, they manifested us all the way to Travis. So we landed in Hawaii and, um, we were for like first priority to get to Travis. And like, it took us like two days, I think. And we finally made it to Travis. And then on the way back, I think I bought my plane ticket because I was like, fuck this. I don't want to get stuck again. <laughs> it was not fun. Yeah. So, yeah, it was just it was scary because I was by myself. And, you know, I just had never done anything like that. Now I think I'd be fine. I think I'd be fine getting stuck. I don't want to do it. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Right. Nobody yeah. wants to get stuck. But those were the only times that. I've done space day and the experience yeah. was fine. Like, I think I've, I've talked about this, like the aircraft that we flew. The first one was like a C-17 where the seating is on the side of the airplane and you're all facing towards the center of the airplane. There was a big old semi truck inside it. Yeah, it was huge. And it was like tied down with um, chains. So there was very little room for us to like walk around. And then the se- the second time... It was, and then we took a KC-135, which is a smaller aircraft, but they had the the seating that's like a net. So I was like a hammock almost. It was so comfortable. <laughs> it was so comfortable. <laughs> and they had like crates in front of us. So we'd like put our feet on the crates. Not a single person told us to take our feet off the crates. It was amazing nice. because they were just hopping over our legs. And we were like yeah. asleep. And I was like, for sure, I thought like, oh, can you not obstruct the walkway? Not a single person on that aircraft told us. They were probably like, we know how tired you are. And this is a comfortable seating. And they would just like hop over us. And then, um, yeah, so like the, C- the C-17s are nice if you can sit on the floor. And they'll let you sit on the floor and like stretch out in a sleeping bag a lot of people would bring like sleeping bags because it gets cold on those flights it gets cold so just be mindful of that but i yeah i haven't done it since i know Lindsay talked about it a while ago she got stuck in where was it in japan like mainland japan for like a month or something yeah for so long yeah they they had they got you know like they got in the hotel and then I think they got kicked out because they didn't have any more rooms like because they yeah. need to fill the rooms with the people coming in that's with scary. reservations and yeah oof that's the stuff you kind of have to deal with and yeah you gotta think like can I handle that will it be okay mm-hmm. uh, you know just be ready to like have a plan B plan C plan, plan- all the plans e, all the way from A to Z. Yeah. <laughs> just in case. Yeah. yeah. Just in case. But totally worth it if you can take advantage of yeah. it. Do it. I want to come see you, Jen. And we've t- Kyle and I, I have know. talked about taking Space A to where you're at because you guys still cannot come here. Nobody can come visit us in Japan. We are stuck. There is a, um, vo- uh, what do you call it? A force field around <laughs> Japan. You just yeah, cannot basically. come in. We cannot come in. We can yeah. come in for a stopover for like, you know, not overnight, only for like a a transitioning through. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Do not leave your airport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we've talked about it and I was like, oh, it'd be kind of 
fun to go see you. And I was like, oh, maybe for spring break. But again, it's like, we only have a week of spring break. What if I get stuck there? I'm so scared. And then it would just be me and the kids too, because Kyle is not here right now. So I don't know. I don't know. And right now where we're at, we're in a location a little bit more remote. And so we have um, EML, but in a, it's a different kind of category because of where we're at and how mm-hmm. nobody's allowed to visit us. So I don't know. We how would be, we'd be, I think even if I'm in a company, I'd still be like a category two. I think. Yeah. I don't know how that works. I would think so. Yeah. I don't know. It. I mean, whatever you're the commanding officer says <clears throat> yeah based on everything that's going on <laughs> can i come visit you for just the weekend and then spend the rest of the time trying to get out <laughs> that'd be crazy absolutely <laughs> absolutely yeah oh we'll see we'll see hopefully by the summer mm-hmm. things will change maybe i maybe. hope so but yeah that's yeah. all i got that's all i got in that oh well thanks jen that's informative especially yeah. now for some uh some people that are just you know, stuck like me and and you trying to go somewhere and COVID has prevented us from really doing anything and just gas prices right now, you guys, are so scary, as we all know. Yeah, uh, it's insane. So, you know, air- airline tickets are just bananas. They're probably sh- shooting up too. Yeah. My goodness, can you imagine? Yeah, with the fuel costs for cars, the fuel costs for planes, I'm sure it's... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oof. Yeah, so that might be your best option if you are just desperate enough to not worry about your schedule and just go for it. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Just, just go for it. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, thanks, Jen. You're welcome. Um, for our listeners out there, if you guys have any comments regarding Jen's topic today, you guys can, or just anything really. We're here to listen. You can always reach out to us on um, social media. You guys know the drill. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And then also rate and subscribe on your favorite listening platforms. And we Mm -hmm. thank you for being here with us today and listening. We do. Yeah. Thank you. Anything else, Jen? for being here for my short bit, short little bit. Thank you. Yeah. Anything else? That's all. Great. Well... Hopefully this information was useful to you. Get out and see the world. Because if you didn't know, now Now you you know. know. Goodbye. Bye.